right, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is the 21st, December 21st, 2022. What is happening out there? Thanks for joining us on uh, today's podcast. On today's show, we're going to talk about uh, lines, how lines move, how lines uh, evolve, how lines get to the point where we all see and bet on them. And what's the opening line process like? Now, we talked about this a little bit yesterday when we, when we, met, when we uh, did a podcast on retail versus market making sports books. Two very different business approaches for the uh, bookmaking uh, business. And today we're going to talk about how lines get to where we all see them. Now, here's the thing. For me, a lot of pros, what we see is the opening lines. We talked about yesterday, the very, very first lines that come out. But what a lot of other people see, including most people listening to this podcast, are the lines after they've been hammered out for a while. So today, what I want to do is kind of use an example, uh, a total hypothetical made-up example to bring to light how lines move. Now, let's go over a couple things first. This is just a very basic hypothetical. Okay, there's a lot of other ways lines move. This is not the only way. And this is going to be a little bit boiled down, a little bit elementary. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep this digestible, okay? If I went into every avenue, every left and right turn, in the weeds for everything, we'd be here for three and a half hours at least. So this is a generic, basic example of a hypothetical situation I'm going to be giving right now. So let's say that, right here, let's, let's get our paper here. We've got this written down a little bit. Okay, um... So let's say that we have a hypothetical game. San Francisco opens minus two and a half against Denver. Um, you can fill in the blank for whatever else because it's a hypothetical. So San, San Francisco minus two and a half against Denver. Well, let's say from the get-go, San Francisco money is coming in very, very strong. You get a lot of people betting on San Fran, but the very, very first couple bets are from people who really don't know much about what they're doing. Their profile says they're not winning betters, they've got a lot of money, but they're not that good. Let's say those two people make max bets at $500, both on San Francisco, minus 2.5, minus 110. The book then moves to San Francisco, minus 2.5, minus 111. The reason why they move that small from 110 to 111, not even from the actual number, 2.5 to 3, is because of the profile they have on those two sports bettors. They're not good, a lot of money, they burn money easily. Who cares that they're on them? Now, as a market-making book, as we talked about yesterday, and I highly recommend, if you missed that podcast, go back and listen. We covered a ton in there. We're going to talk about it on today's show. But as a market-making sports book, they have deep, very, very specific, detailed profiles on everyone who bets with them. And so they know when to move, when it's a good better, and when to make a small move like that if it's not. So uh, back to our example, let's say uh, those couple bettors make the, make the line move from 2.5, 110 to 2.5, 111. Uh, obviously, at this point, Denver would be plus 2.5, minus 109. Then, at that point in time, a known, winning, smart sports better places a max bet on San Fran, Minus two and a half, minus one eleven. The sports book then moves their line to San Fran minus three, minus one ten. That same winning better who just made the bet, at the very moment that line moves, he or she makes another approved max bet on San Francisco minus three. Now, why I say approved is 
based on limits, they may not let you make that bet again. But sometimes once the line moves, they'll often let you make another max max, uh, limit bet. So let's say that person makes another bet, San Fran minus three, minus 110. What do they do? They move the line to minus three, minus 113, and that better logs off. So here's the thing. Here's why they don't move from minus three to minus three and a half is even though that sharp better, obviously very sharp, good profile, they trust them. They're not going to move from two and a half to three, then three to three and a half on a couple max limit bets at that point in the process. When it's so early in the process, they'll move from minus three, minus 110 to minus three and minus 113 just to save themselves from something we'll talk about in a little bit, getting middled. So stay tuned for that. We'll cover that here in a minute. But uh, let's say at this point in the process, when the line is... uh, when the line is San Fran minus three, minus 113, let's say another sharp better at that time logs on and bets Denver plus three, minus 107. Maybe they saw value in Denver minus uh, three, minus, or plus three, minus 110, and wanted to make that bet at minus 107. So at this point, the book moves the line back to minus three, minus 110, or minus 110 for, for both sides. And at this point, the action settles completely. And then the books increase their limits. So as we talked about yesterday, what they do is go through this process, the market-making books. Open a line with not very high limits, move the line based on action. When things settle, raise the limits. Then, then you'll get a new wave of betters. Move based on action, and then the line settles, raise the limits. So at this point in the process, the line's kind of settled, minus three, minus 110, raise the limits. Let's say at this point in the process, four very well-known winning bettors who have been logged on for like an hour, you can tell how long they're on for, watching, waiting for the limits to go up, all four of these bettors pounce at once at the same time. They all take San Fran, minus three, minus 110. Now, why in my example am I not saying any of them took Denver? And the reason is... Good, smart sports bettors in this example would likely wait out, seeing all the money coming in on one side, assuming that would continue to happen. So I think in this example, it's, it's, it's very realistic. Four well-known bettors all make max bets on San Fran minus three, minus 110 the moment the limits get raised. So at this point, what's going to happen is the line may move to three minus 115, Maybe minus three, minus 120. In some circumstances, though, it could move to minus three and a half. And here's the reason why they're so careful not to move through three in a situation like this is sportsbooks don't want to be exposed. So three and a half would put them in a situation where they could get middled. Some bettors could take San Fran minus two and a half and then bet Denver plus three and a half. And you may think that's not worth it, but here's the math behind that. You're essentially making a 20 to 1 bet that happens about 12 to 15% of the time, and that's conservative. So it's actually a good, profitable bet to make if you have one team minus 2.5 and and the other team plus 3.5. So that's what sportsbooks are afraid of. You being in a position where you can take a bet to effectively make yourself the house. Have you noticed every bet the house offers, they offer both sides at minus 110. That's the exact same thing as us offering them both sides at plus 110. So if we can find a way to middle them, they want to avoid that. We want to take advantage of that. That's why books don't want to move from two and a half to three and a half so simply. 
But back to the example. Let's say the line moves to three and a half and action goes both ways. You're getting a lot of action on San Fran still, but a ton of action, two-way action as they call it, back on San Francisco plus three and a half. Okay? The line is essentially evened out. What's happened is all the smart, all these smart sports bettors in the world have said, look, you put the line at three and a half, you're going to get a good bet for us at San Fran minus three and a half. And you're going to get a good bet from other people at Denver plus three and a half. So the line and the market at this point are very mature. They're very efficient. And it's only at this point in the process. It's only right now in the process that all these other sports books open up these lines and start offering them to all of you. And I'm talking about, in general, not always, but in general, places like BetMGM, FanDuel, PointsBet, FoxBet, Barstool, BetRivers, Caesars, etc. They will usually wait and wait and wait until things have settled down, the, settled down in the market and then open up their prices. This is also the time that limits get really tasty for big bettors. We're talking about limits increasing from maybe 5,000 to 25,000, maybe 2,000 to 10,000. So at this point in the process, two things happen. One, there's an avalanche of public money. And two, there's an even bigger avalanche of, of professional money. And in this example, going through the three, there's a couple things that, that could happen. Uh, either, uh, obviously, it could either move to four, it could move back to three, or it could stay at three and a half. But in 90% of the time, it's the pro money dictating these moves. It doesn't matter where the line moves, whether it's a three, two and a half, three and a half, four, four and a half. It's not the public money now getting involved. It's the pros making these gigantic max limit bets at like 20,000 each or 10,000 each that are moving the line. So that's why a lot of this comes down to public money. Public money doesn't matter. Public money is irrelevant. You hear a lot of these web or these websites, uh, uh, TV shows or YouTube channels, whatever, talk about public money. It's like public money is irrelevant. Generally, 90% of the time, public money doesn't matter. And it's because even at this point in the process, when the public is betting, it's generally not the public money moving the line. You could get at the beginning of the process, you could get a couple people betting $1,000 each and you could move that line a couple points. But by the end of the process, when it's a mature, efficient line, you could have hundreds of people bet thousands of dollars and the line may only move a half point. So a lot of the movement goes on early. Once it gets to you and BetMGM and FanDuel and all those, it's a, it's, it's a very good line. That's why there's not going to be that much movement. So back to yesterday's show, price discovery is largely how these lines are made. And then these retail books copy what those books do. And I mentioned this on yesterday's show, just to kind of reiterate the idea of when lines move. BetMGM, FanDuel, these, these books don't move lines themselves, but they will actively be moving lines if market-making books do. So if a market-making book gets a huge bet and moves from Team A minus 5 to minus 6, Every other book that follows them will just blindly move from five to six. They didn't get the action. They didn't get, they're just moving with the, with the market makers. That's how a lot of these sports books work. But that's kind of an example I gave today of one game and how it gets bed back and forth and how it's bounced around. But 
you know, it's just kind of interesting how lines get to where they are. And if you're betting on game day, it's very interesting to know what that line has done before it's gotten to you. Chances are it's been beaten up and been thrown all over the place and, and bet here, bet there. It's like, it's been touched up a little bit. You're not getting a good line. And the point of this whole show, last couple of shows, last couple of days that I've done has been If you're going to bet and you want to bet profitably, there's no other real way to do it than to bet early. You've got to bet early. You've got to get your bets out there and try and beat closing lines, but even more so, just get the value. Try and lock in the best bet you can because that is how you can immediately immediately make money, and that's how you can guarantee you're going to make money over the long run. All right, thanks for listening to today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.